Hi. Hi. This is not Jason Stein. And welcome to another episode of the Wellness Renegade podcast. Here we explore the crossroads of wellness, entrepreneurs like you and me, who are committed to making money while helping others live healthier lives. People who are going against big pharma, insurance conglomerates, and the mainstream medical models. Each episode, we journey into the challenges and breakthroughs it takes to own your own business, pave a path through conventional medicine, and truly become a wellness renegade. Yay! I wanted to hear somebody else say it, so I invited my partner in crime, my partner in personal life, professional life, and my wife, Dr. Rachel Sterry. Professional voiceover. <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm not using a uh, microphone today, so I hope that we're picking up the sound okay, because our life has changed dramatically in the last six months. It's accurate. You want to tell them a little bit about where we've uh, gone, what we've done? Well, we started in Portland in a charming little bungalow built in 1910 in Southeast Portland and uh, uprooted and moved to about as far east as you can go in Oregon, Joseph, um, where the morning temperature is about 18 degrees. Um, there's snow on the ground as we speak. And uh, we're living in a tiny house in an RV park, uh, which is way classier than it sounds. Um, recently bought commercial real estate and are creating um, something spectacular. More to come on that. Dun, 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 dun. Now, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast was that you are a true renegade. You work for yourself. You have two kids under five years old, mm -hmm. you um, have so many credentials, personal trainer, yoga instructor, uh, physician, uh, it just goes on and on. I used to be a doula, but I didn't keep that one up. And so my question to you, like, first question is, how do you navigate how to make money and live your life on the renegade path? Hmm. That is an interesting question because um, although money is certainly an important facet in our society, it's never been a driver for me. It's always been sort of this elusive thing that was out there. And it wasn't until I met you <laughs> um, that I started to change my relationship with money and realized that it's not just about saving. Um, it's about being in circulation. Uh, I don't know if this is something that you've shared with others, but I, I am, I would frugal be the right word? Yes, you are frugal. Mm, yeah. Um, I enjoy saving and not spending. Uh, so, you know, my tactic when I lived alone was playing games with myself. Like how long can I go before I turn the heat on? <laughs> because that's going to save money or, how long can I go without buying any new food and see like how much of my pantry I can go through? Um, little things like that. Uh, one winter I didn't turn my heat on at all. So um, back to your original question, the balance of making money. Um, I guess the only way that it's really worked for me is to find something that I genuinely love doing. And I am passionate about helping others 
live in a healthful way that's in integrity with themselves. And I believe um, that most of us are not there, unfortunately. It's interesting because when I met you, I remember um, you had a lot in, well, let me back it up. When we first met, we met in the gym and I asked you to coffee and you weren't sure as a business coach and consultant, if I wanted your business or I wanted your business. That's true. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, did you know? I don't know. If you know. I really did. I just wanted to date you. I wasn't interested. <laughs> I wasn't interested in being your coach until I found uh, your accounts receivable were outstanding of not letting your patients know that they owe you money. And I remember that journey as you started to become more and more clear that as a wellness practitioner, you can't just give it all away. Yeah, it's okay to ask to get paid. But it's, it's a hard journey because there are many times where I spend an entire session with a patient and I, um, you know, a lot of the work that I do while I order labs and I write prescriptions and I, but so much of it feels like counseling because so much of our illnesses are chronic disease. And so much of that is, is really laid upon this stressful environment that we've created. And so a lot of my work um, is centered around talking to people about the biggest stressors in their lives and how to realistically shift them in a meaningful way that will stick. And uh, I oftentimes felt guilty about like, well, I mean, like anybody can talk to somebody. So I don't want them to feel like I'm taking advantage of them. I just, you know, I'll, I'll see if they remember to pay me. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the guilt went away when she, when, when you uh, met a wellness coach that was making like triple what you were making with like a 10th of the knowledge base and how how angry you were not not at myself but at her i was like you're charlatan that's ridiculous (laughs) i could at least get paid like a fifth of that so the other thing that i remember you uh navigating around money was you were offered a very high-end position with an hmo as a naturopathic physician with a six-figure position and uh, you turned him down. I did. I did. That happened. That must felt good. Uh, Not I, at the time. It it was. Oh, what did it feel? How did it feel? It just felt like, well, I know I can't do that right now. Um, and it wasn't necessarily because I didn't believe in the company at the time. Um but I had Cooper and he was, oh, he was less than a month old. Uh, and they were offering, you know, six weeks or if that, because I would be relatively new to the company. And I countered with a halftime proposal and, you know, they had enough applicants that they didn't need to accept that because they were looking for a full-time position. Um, but when I have clarity on something, it's never, never really very difficult for me to decide. And I think that the universe knew that I wouldn't be happy even as a part-time because I don't know, I spend an awful lot of time with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> you do love our kids. It's true. So um, I'm going to put you on the spot. And uh, I often run into to renegades that really sometimes struggle with money. 
because it isn't a driver. But they also struggle with visibility because, like you, they're extremely humble. And I'm wondering, um, you originally wanted to be a cardiosurgeon. Cardiovascular. Yep, cardiovascular surgeon. Mm -hmm. And you got accepted to Harvard. And you don't ever let anyone know that, not in your bio. I did. I changed it in my bio because you harped on me for three years. But why was that so hard? Because I didn't go. So why does it matter? Well, because you were you got to choose whether you could go or not go. Lots of people get to make choices. Not everyone wants to know every choice you've made in your life. <laughs> so is the only reason that you put it in your bio is because I asked you that I thought about it. You didn't just ask. He like every time we talked. I did. I, I harped. It's true. And yeah. so is that the only reason you put it in? Absolutely. And now that it's in, do you feel that it adds value? I just try not to read in a bio. <laughs> <laughs> There's zero transformation or breakthrough in, in that conversation there. <laughs> I, I am curious if you guys are listening to this podcast, if, if you reach out to us, if you uh, were a naturopathic physician or even a healer of some sort and you did get into Harvard Medical School, would you let people know or not? It just feels obnoxious and braggy. What, like, if that's not the path I chose to take, why am I putting it in there except to be like, ding, 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 ring your own bell? Like, it, Well, because your bio, especially in this climate, when more and more people are online looking for healthcare options or wellness options, it is important to have that ding, ding, ding. It's one of the things that sets you apart. Mm. But but I am curious from you guys, because maybe I should have just kept my mouth shut. <laughs> oh, you don't know how to do that. <laughs> I do. I do sometimes. So let me ask you some other questions. Um, have you ever felt treated by the medical community as less than for being a naturopathic physician rather than a DO or an MD? Oh, absolutely. But more so by patients. Oh, really? What do they say? Um, I have to talk with my real doctor or... Um, oh, I have to talk to with my real doctor. That's what they say to you? Uh, or I was, seeing, I was seeing a real doctor before I came to see you. Mm -hmm. Or, um, I mean, I'm open to anything, even things that are crazy. I mean, it, it's nothing um, overtly negative it's just these little side comments where they clearly in in their mind you are not at the same level as the medical doctor that they were seeing through their insurance or their hmo or whomever and so uh most people may or may not know in the state of oregon as a naturopathic physician yeah. you can take full insurance you had your dea license so you could prescribe hardcore drugs yeah your your license is a primary care physician you can do minor surgery you can prescribe narcotics you can do the whole shebang and i did have my dea for goodness 10 years six years some number of years but i realized that i didn't believe in the medications that it allowed me to prescribe um, and it was paying into a system I didn't agree with. So I stopped doing that. Got off the insurance panels because, um, I really didn't agree. I still don't agree with the system as it exists, which is why I don't have health insurance myself. Um, 
because I don't want to pay into either end. Um, now that can be a whole nother episode because that's something we don't talk about a lot, <laughs> but we do have some systems and strategies around that. And just uh, don't get hurt. Well, no, that's not. That's I, my, that's my yeah, spot. great. That one it only works for those with their head in the sand. It works for me. <laughs> and you got hit by a car. And what happened? <laughs> is it being covered? It is being Fully. covered. It is. By it car is. insurance. It is. So. We do have car insurance. We're going down a rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am curious about this insurance conversation because I'm adamant about it as well. I try to let my clients choose for themselves, but I believe it's a mucked up system and that many times as a wellness renegade, mm -hmm. if you're taking insurance, a couple things can happen. One is they have a team of people trying to deny your coverage. Every year they're trying to give you lower coverage and they can do chargeback. So uh, do you remember when Blue Cross Blue Shield came to you and they were like, yep. how much was that? I was close to $5,000. So $5,000 that came back to you and they're like, we made a clerical error you owe us $5,000. And did you pay it? I was enormously lucky. Like that well, it wasn't luck. It was because of my stellar service, but my patient um, paid it. Oh, so your patient, so you asked your patient to pay I it. I did not. She got the same letter that I did and she knew what was happening and she contacted me, you know, my money issues. I wouldn't have asked her to pay for it. Um, and she said, this is not right. I want you to be paid for your services. Now, how freeing was it when you stopped taking insurance altogether? I, was, it, I should have never taken it in the first place. It was, yeah. What would you say for the listeners that are wellness renegades and they're like, but it's where the majority of my money comes from. Um, would you sell drugs? Nice. Good answer. Um, would you steal cars and break them apart and sell them for their parts? Because you can get a lot of money that way too. <laughs> Would you be a prostitute? You do any of those things, make a lot of money. That's what I'd say. Yeah. So you're against it, apparently. Yeah. I mean, fear is a huge driver. I get that. Yeah. Well, you were in it for a long time where you Absolutely. didn't want to let it go. Yeah. I guess that my um, feelings of uh, my, my feelings around supporting things I believe in and letting go of things I don't have gotten stronger as I've gotten older. They've also gotten a lot stronger since I've had kids. And so I think I have the freedom to do that. And I really have seen time after time when you open space for something to come in, it comes. If, if the space isn't there, it can't happen. And yeah. so until you're willing to let it go, you, you, it can't be filled. With that makes sense. Else. And I've seen that myself where people say, well, I'll wean myself off. Yeah. And the challenge is that it becomes, and, and you said, would you sell drugs? It is like a drug when you're getting paid by someone else, by a third party, but then they want to get involved. They want the chart notes. They want to say how much the payment's going to be. And if they ever come back to you and they're like, nope, we've decided not to pay you. Well, and just Google opioid addiction in the U.S. And like, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But I mean, insurance pays for that. Yeah, it is interesting that they pay for a lot of things that um, you and other providers may not offer. So um, it's a game and you got to choose how to play the game for you. I'm not against my clients taking insurance when they're playing the game and they know it's a game. 
but I don't think it's a good long-term strategy uh, because you never know when they're going to change the rules. So we've changed our lives dramatically. And one of the things that I, I love about being a wellness renegade is when you're, when you're not in lots of debt and you get to create what you want to create, it's easy to be nimble and make changes quickly. What's the number one thing you love about moving from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those that can't uh, see you, because there are a lot of podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, Rachel is moving into yoga poses. Um, what's your favorite thing about uh, having a lean business where you can be nimble, you can make changes, you can move to a small town, you can live in a tiny house? What do you love about it? I feel like I'm living in integrity. That's mm. what I love most about it. In the last five years, where did you feel most out of integrity? Probably in, in the advice that I would give patients over and over and over again um, about, you know, letting go of the fear of work and the, the never-ending to-do list and allow yourself to lean into um, freedom and possibility. Like, you know, I, I recognize now being outside of the city that so many of my days were spent not spinning my wheels. That is an inaccurate representation, but, um, I'm not, I'm not a good idler. And so I would fill my days up and, uh, I, technology, I guess there's, there's really the, the baseline. I see how it's sort of taking over the world. I see the way that people are connected to their phones and their iPads. And um, I watch this younger generation and I'm scared. And so I think that um, being in a place, I finally gave up my cell phone. I'm off of all social media, although I am coming on to help you just with wellness renegade as like, mm -hmm. you know, not as, as Rachel, but as part of that entity. Mm -hmm. um, so using it in ways that I can get on board with, um, but letting truly letting go of the ways that I don't agree with. It's interesting because you're, you're, you, you lean really towards lean technology, but your business um, and wellness renegades is a hundred percent online. So you had a patient today. I did. And, you know, I mean, I've always said I, I prefer in person. Um, when I see people, I like the one-on-one -on -one connection or the group connection. I enjoy teaching classes in person. Right now, that is just not an option for really anyone anywhere. Well, at least in Oregon, I don't know how it is in all the other states with COVID-19, but, um, <clears throat> and so it has been an interesting play between the two worlds. Uh, but part of what I'm looking forward to and what we're creating is the community building aspect. Um, one, one of my favorite things, because you've traveled with me as we've traveled to different countries, mm. it, it's meeting a client for the first time live. And it's really interesting noticing that a client that you sit down to and talk to might be a lot taller 
or a lot shorter than you expected. <laughs> and so that's always fun to, yeah. to meet uh, a client live. Uh, I'm curious for Wellness Renegades, you know the community, you know so- several of the people. What do you think will be most helpful in the year 2021? In becoming more of a renegade? For, for anyone? The, for the listeners, for the people within our own community. There's a million dollar question. Yeah. Uh, what do I think will be the most helpful? I think that going inward and which practices in your daily life, in your business life, are you engaging in purely because you think you should be based on someone else's recommendations or out of fear and figuring out how to let those go? Mm, I like it. I like it because another client that you know recently said the internal community that we have on Facebook of providers, uh, this person said, what we're doing more than, than anyone else that they're seeing is helping people transform fear. Ding, ding. Yeah. Well, any final words before we close out today? Any final words? Um, how did you know? How did I know what? How did you know that you were asking me out for for my business and not my business? Oh, um, that's a great question. How did I know? Because uh, I would have started with just a phone call um, and I would have met you either at your office or somewhere else. Um, I I wasn't a business coffee shop person. So because I asked you to coffee, that wasn't my MO. Mm. Yeah. So the woman you're meeting at Blythe Cricket, who has the acupuncture practice here in um, Enterprise, do I need to be worried? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a that's a past student, <laughs> and uh, I'm meeting her for coffee, uh, not because I, I'm wanting her business. She's got a full I'm just practice. With you. Oh, great, great! And this is the person that dicks with me the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anything else i'm you you keep going i'm gonna have to edit something out so i'm gonna just say thank you for being here oh, today. you're so welcome <laughs> all right so this is jason stein dr rachel and we're wellness renegades peace <laughs>